This is the Barbecue Central Show Archives. The Barbecue Central Show airs live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices and a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit them online at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by Big Papa Smokers, creators of fabulous rubs, online retailer of grills, accessories, apparel, and creators of their own barbecue contests. Visit them online at BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, creators of injections and rubs, sweeping the nation, doing well in competitions and in the backyard. You can visit them at ButcherBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Call 440-943-2700. And use key term barbecue brother when you talk to Steve or visit them online at stephendefranco.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the best pellet grills you can get on the market today. Varying sizes, not only for your capacity of cooking, but for your budget as well. Visit greenmountaingrills.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. Looking for a little bit of heat and flavor and regular old yellow mustard? El Diablo has you covered. Six different flavors to choose from currently. And you can find them at eldiablomustard.com and by cookingpellets.com. Have a pellet-driven cooker? Why not try out some of the best pellets on the market and will not void any of your warranties, by the way? Cookingpellets.com is the website. And by CookShack, a premier manufacturer of electric and pellet-driven cookers, giving barbecue classes located in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Always running some kind of a special deal. Check them out at cookshack.com. This is Dominion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central Show. Uh, this is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. You want to jump in on the show tonight? More than happy to have you. It's a phone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening tonight, coming up in about 13 minutes from now. And we'll get through why he's on again in just a minute. It is the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment with none other than Dr. Barbecue Ray Lambie. Coming up after that, new show sponsor, longtime friend of this show, Dan Arnold, Sucklebuster, will be on. 
the show. And then it's the second hour. It's a little dicey for the guest segment. I, I did have somebody drop out. Um, I was backfilling, backfilling, and I still haven't heard from the person I'm looking to get in touch with. And long overdue considering the success that he has had in the sauce arena as of late uh, towards the, I don't know if it was like middle of the year last year, towards the end of the year last year or something like that. Um, but uh, efforting a, a new sauce maven to talk about some trials and tribulations and seeing the success that he has seen that I'm sure a lot of people when they get into wanting to do the sauce stuff hope that they enter into the market at such a clip as this person. So uh, 50-50 on that one. And then we will unveil a brand new segment as Chad Von Ward of Whiskey Ben Barbecue in the Pit was promoting graciously, I might add. Thank you to Chad. It's called, it's a, it's a working title. It's called Barbecue Swap Meat. That's right. And I may or, or may not be very excited with the uh, type of turnout that we have. And it, it might be a shortened segment. Let me just say that. What can I tell you? So uh, we'll see what people have put on. Uh, maybe there'll be call-ins, of course. Uh, 1035, we call it the barbecue swap meet for now. Uh, if you're fans of uh, things like Tradio and stuff like that, concept simple. At 1035, we'll play some succulent background music. I will go to the Facebook and uh, read up. Now, you can email me. You can phone call in during the 1035, all that good stuff. But each week, if you follow me on the Facebook, you will have a chance to, uh, within the post that I make, which will be Monday or Tuesday every week, It'll be called Barbecue Swap Meat and list any barbecue or grilling items that you have for sale. Could be a barbecue guru, could be a steak knife, could be a primo cooker, could be a kettle grill, could be a bag of charcoal. I mean, anything that has to do with barbecue or grilling is fair game. All you have to do is A, either list it on the Facebook, two, get at me on the Twitter, at BBQ Central Show, and then... Have some idea of a price point. For instance, XYZ person in Minneapolis, Minnesota has a Weber Kettle Grill he's looking to sell. It's seven years old, decent condition, looking to get $50 for it. So that item is up for sale. Now, there is that. So that would be if you're looking to sell something. There are a few people that have some things listed, so we'll see how that goes. Now, in the reverse, maybe you're looking for a accoutrement. An implement, an accessory, a cooker, whatever, of a barbecue and grilling nature. You've looked high and far and low and near and close, and you haven't found it yet. What better way to get what you're looking for out to the barbecue and grilling public? This is the really big barbecue central show, by the way, so you know it's going to get out to 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people every month. And maybe you'll somebody will hear, hey, I'm looking for this kind of a probe, or I'm looking for an old school Maverick ET73 for my 
historical barbecue bin collection or looking for an autographed copy of Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy's newest book, and I'm willing to pay $7 for it, or I'm willing to pay $50 for this or $100 for that, whatever. You put your price of purchase. Now, here's what happens. You tell me what you're looking for. Maybe I find somebody that has that or it comes in. I'm able to make a match. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you two together. We're going to try and make a barbecue love connection when it comes to products. Huh? And uh, from there, whatever happens, happens. I'm just, I'm just the madam of this kind of a thing. I'm putting two and two together. You can then do your own due diligence offline and without representation of this show. This is only a vehicle to get stuff, what you're looking for, what you're looking to sell, what you're looking to buy, what you're looking to sell, and price points. Then you two will go back and forth, set an ultimate buying price, set an ultimate asking price, get to see pictures. Maybe you go pick it up. Maybe they ship it to you or whatever. After I make the match, I am relieved of any and all responsibilities. Believe it. If you get hosed, that's not my problem. It's just like real life here. Do your due diligence. Feel comfortable before you make a buy. Feel comfortable before you make the sell. And this could be a very fun thing. Plus, you could really get in to finding some things that maybe you never thought you could access anymore. Why not? It's fun. So 1035 will be the barbecue first edition of the barbecue swap meet. It's very fun and exciting. Uh, John Dawson from Patio Daddio wanting to know if I'll be giving my annual State of the Barbecue address during the opening segment. Uh, no. Well, not. I don't know if, I've, uh, if I can claim to have made an, a State of the Barbecue address uh, during the, I guess technically this is the first show of the year. Uh, last week, we had significant internet connection problems, and what happened was down in Akron, about 35 minutes south of here, there is a huge AT&T hub and infrastructure and all this stuff. And it, uh, you know, short of getting into the intricacies, kind of blew up all over the place and affected eight counties. And I was one of the eight counties that were affected. Hence, uh, I had to restart my computer right before the show. That bumped us back eight minutes. Then I had connection issues with Meathead that had nothing to do with him. Now, I think luckily we were able to piece together somewhat of a, a good meathead segment. I didn't want to bother him coming back on yet again for this week's show. So look for him in February, the, the second week in February, as you would normally do. But uh, I hadn't gotten to Ray, and Ray was set to come on at 1014 last week, and I had enough of the inferior connections. That's why I couldn't continue to to. Do this. What is this? Guess what Patio Daddio got today? A pit barrel cooker with their brand new porcelain enameled coating. Look at that. Nice. Yeah, uh, get a screenshot of that for everybody. Look at that. Yeah, that's a beaut. It's a beaut, Clark. It's a beaut. Yep. So that's what happened last week. Uh, the week before... Um, that seems like such a long time ago. I kind of forget what the hell happened two weeks ago, but no show there. Attempted one last week. It was poor at best. Oh, unfortunately, 
what I was hoping for not coming through at uh, 10.14. I'm sure we'll think of something fun. Maybe we'll do a little game show before we get into the game show. It'll be second hour game show. All right. Uh, we have Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy coming up out of the break. So if you have any questions for Ray, shoot them in in the instant chat. Get me going on the email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, so forth. want to talk to you about Suckle Buster. Suckle Buster's products preferred by Competition Barbecue Cooks, brand newest sponsor of the show. That's right, Texas-based, 100% made in the USA. Introduced first to Barbecue Central over seven years ago, believe it or not. Since then, they have grown with over 100 products available today. Products have won hundreds of industry awards, including two first place two years in a row at the American Royal Barbecue Sauce Contest, the World Series of Barbecue Competitions. Used as uh, used by backyarders and competition barbecue cooks across the country, they have top-selling products. Original barbecue sauce, sweet, tangy, slightly spicy, the original Literally hundreds of industry awards. Hot, uh, I'm sorry, honey barbecue sauce, a thin sauce, super sweet, deep red in color, not spicy. Used as a finishing sauce and glazed by competition cooks. Then you have Hog Waller, number one seller. Super sweet, salty, savory, and spicy, but not too hot. Perfect on competition pork and ribs. And, of course, you have the competition barbecue rub, a traditional style, very mild and savory, excellent on beef. Used as a base layer for many competition cooks. How about new products for 2015? Clucker Dust Barbecue Rub. Sweet Heat Chipotle Chicken Barbecue Rub. Wild Fang Wild Game Rub. Black Pepper Based Rub. Also very good on ribs. You have SPG, Premium Salt, Pepper, and Garlic. The basic building spices for all recipes and a little extra. Great on anything. Smoked prime rib to garlic toast. And bam, habanero barbecue rub. Super hot, super sweet. If you like it hot, this is it. And, of course, you have the competition honey glaze and finishing sauces based on the sauces of our honey barbecue sauce. They have hundreds of competition cooks already using the sauce, so they are repackaging it for 2015 competition honey glaze. Now, you might be asking yourself, where can I get more information on Suckle Bust? Available at over 300 retailers nationwide. Check your local barbecue shop. Retail locator on the Suckle Busters website. Order online at SuckleBusters, S-U-C-K-L-E, Busters.com. You can check them out on Amazon. You can call 972-393-9509. You can email sales at SuckleBusters.com. Like them on the Facebook, SuckleBusters, TexasBarbecueForum.com, SuckleBustersForum. Question and answer for any Suckle Busters product. Compelling action statement. Let me tell you, find out why. Check them out and see why Suckle Busters means busting with flavor. All right, we are back with Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy again, SuckleBusters.com, the website. And uh, we'll be back right after this. Stick around. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. 
All right, welcome back. Oh, geisters. One of us, not too smart. That's for sure. All right. Let me get this loaded up here before it's too late. Oh, goodbye, ice. All right, let's cue this up right now. Questions about barbecue or grilling, maybe as a hobby or even a business? Looking to get an expert's point of view? Why not ask Dr. Barbecue? You can submit your questions by clicking on the Ask Dr. Barbecue tab on the website. The doctor is in. Here's Ray Lampy with his nurse, Greg Rempe. Dr. Barbecue. That's right. You know that it is time for Ask Dr. Barbecue. Ray Lampy joining me here on the show. Ray, how are you, buddy? Good. How are you? Doing absolutely fabulous, and no one appreciates uh, the magnitude of patience that it has taken to get on the show for you this month, Ray. More than me. I mean, holy crap! Uh, the last week we had uh, the city of Akron blowing out eight or nine counties worth of uh, internet connections and televisions and phone lines, and I'm telling you, absolutely crazy. So I appreciate you uh, making the time as always and uh, coming on the show here, so we can do our Monthly Ask Dr. Barbecue show. So uh, it's been uh, a couple weeks as I uh, try and get your side. There we go. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, talked and uh, wonder, I guess, A, how the holidays were and, uh, you know, any special gifts that uh, Santa Claus might have uh, brought Dr. Barbecue. Uh, no, I had a pretty, pretty nice laid back time of year. This is, you know, it's quiet for me this time of year from about the middle of December till probably March. It's pretty cl- pretty tight around here. So, uh, no, it's been nice and quiet. I've, I've calmed down, and I just kind of sit around the house these days. Is this the time of year when you would be more inclined to be getting into a next book type of a situation versus being out on the road, or, or does it matter if you're out on the road, you're just as efficient writing as if you are kind of stashed off in uh, Florida? No, nah, you're right on the money. This is exactly the time of year because this is when you can really get serious about it. I can work on them when I'm on the road and in between and stuff, but I can knock out, you know, in a week, I can knock out 30 recipes if I'm at home and, and it's hard to do that. It was piecemeal. You know, you get the kitchen full of ingredients and you get everything ready and, and you tell the neighbors don't bother cooking and, and you can really knock out a lot of the recipe cooking. That's the hard part. And the big, the big dialogues, you know, the beginning of the chapters, the beginning of the book, that stuff, you, you can't write that an hour here and an hour there. You got to sit down and, and lock the door and, and just work at it. So you have a new book that's coming out next April called Flavorize, which is a great, uh, by the way, great title, finally. Thank great you. title, Flavorize. Love that. There uh, There's a copy of it. Look the at that. First copy. Very nice. Love the cover on that. Very saucy and rubby. Yeah, it's a really good-looking book. I'm really, really happy with the way they did it. Um, you know, they, they try to make, no matter what I write, they try to make it uh, look like it's cooked outside and, and that's fine. But if you've read any of my recent books, they're not all outside recipes. I actually write recipes for in the house and stuff. And I kind of complained after after the last book that this was a pork chop wrap that had nothing to do with being outside. And it was presented on a picnic table on a pewter plate with some leaves around it and shit. And it was like, you know, that, that had nothing to do with it. It, it was like kind of meant to be a P.F. Chang ripoff recipe. And the guy was eating it in some leaves and it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, Ray, when you're doing books, 
are you at a point now where there is a basic formula to follow or is each one its own kind of uh, baby developing uh, all this stuff? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely a formula. Uh, you know, to go back to what I was just saying, though, I don't get involved with the design, the photographs. They ask me what recipes I'd like to see photographs. Uh, I get some approval to it. You know, at the end of the day, they get the last word. They're the publisher. But you know what? They know what they're doing. I'm not a food photographer. I'm not a designer. Um, I, and I also want them to love the book. If I fight with them about the cover and win, then they don't love the book and they don't maybe put as much effort into it on their end as they should. So, you know, you learn. It's funny, the further I've gotten into it, the less I get involved with that kind of stuff. But as far as the writing of the book, yeah, it's it's definitely, for me, it's a big jigsaw puzzle, the beginning. And if I get it off to a good start, I'm going to be fine. You got to, you need the number of recipes. Okay. How many is there going to be? And then how many chapters am I going to break it up into? And then I'll try to get a balance of beef and pork and, and poultry and some fish and some lamb in there and and try to get it all to balance so that there's not six beef recipes and one pork chop recipe just because I didn't think about that in the beginning. Um, because you don't want to redo recipes. When you get going, you want to do it and get it done. So it's for me, it's all about that big puzzle of an outline. And, and then and how about how many words each thing is going to be. And then I just start filling in the pieces. So, yeah, I do it the same way every time. So are, are you still at a, at a point where you're bringing ideas to the publishers or are they asking you, uh, here's a concept of a book that we would like to have you go more in depth on? It's kind of 50-50. How does that work? It goes both ways. Uh, they, If I have an idea, I will bring it to them. If they have an idea they that they think I'm perfect for, they'll bring it to me. Uh, Pork Chop was my idea. Flavorize is their idea. And the one that I'm getting started on now, if we can get the deal done, is my idea. So it, it goes back and forth. You know, they, they know what they they're not going to hire me to write a cupcake book and I'm not going to bother to pitch it. So we're all kind of on the same page. You know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, you know, you had a guy like uh, Stephen Reichlin who had a, a huge success with uh, a lot of his books. You fast forward to, to where we are today. And I wonder if is it uh, is it a big Money maker as it was ten or fifteen years ago, or is the book part now uh, a way to keep you know you or whoever's writing the book kind of the name out there and the brand out there in you know just a different type of media? Yeah, well, I mean it depends. Uh, you know, Stephen had he made a lot of money on those books. You know, he was the only guy in the game who the timing was great when yeah. I when I first got signed to do my first book. They intended for me to write three. And they were looking to somehow match what Stephen was doing. Nobody's matched what Stephen did. He kicked ass, and and uh, but I doubt that he sells the same amount of books anymore. He does. He did either. The people that are selling books now are the highest of high profile. Um, Rachel Ray sells books. Ina Garten sells books just because she is the the queen of that genre. Um, uh, the Pioneer Woman sells tons of books. Like she's like four of the top ten cookbooks this year. Do or you crazy? Right? Do you get her? I don't get her. My mom loves the uh, Pioneer Woman. I think she's the biggest load of crap on the earth. I don't get her. Do you get it? I don't get it. No, it's not my thing at all. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't get it at all. I, I, it, I watch it for you know five minutes and I'm just bored out of my mind. I just, but you know whatever. The different strokes for different folks. You know, I'm sure her fan base doesn't get me. So, um, you know, 
but but yeah, the, the, those there's a handful of people that sell all the books and the paleo diet books dominate and stuff like that. The rest of us are are it's it's part of a salary, you know. I've been around a long time and I have a pretty good uh, uh, fan base and I I write pretty good books, so I get I'm probably in that middle tier somewhere. There's a lot of guys coming in and frankly they're they're lining up to write books for no money or not enough money to cover the expenses of writing it. But but you always get paid on the back end if it sells, but you don't want to take that chance if you can help it. Is because there's so much new digital stuff anymore, uh do you have to negotiate like digital rights uh or is this all one big negotiation as it would be uh for paper copies? Now it's all one big negotiation. Yeah. Uh uh, depending on the book and the and the author, uh, worldwide and Europe and stuff could be different slots. Uh, but but digital now is just lumped right in. You get different money for it. It's broken down, but it's pretty normal. Uh, I I mean I wrote books before we had this digital thing, and we had to go back and redo it. Uh, you know, fill in the contracts with that stuff, and then there were others where it was we didn't really know what to do. I've seen the whole evolution of it, but but. Uh, what hasn't happened is that has not killed the book market, which is interesting. Uh, we, we thought in 2008, I I'm put me and a whole bunch of other people on the list that thought the cookbook business is over. You know, we might as well, well find something else to do. And it didn't go that way. People still want to buy cookbooks, you know, for whatever reason. They like having them and they may get their recipes online, but they still like buying those books and having them. It's really kind of interesting. Ray Lampy joining me here on the show, drbbq.com, his website. If you have a question for Ray that you'd like to have us take a shot at in a future show, ask drbbq.com is the uh, address to use to submit a question. Uh, Ray, something that you've been actively involved in over well, since its genesis is uh, grill stock, and you know it was uh, like a, a one event uh, for a couple of years. It's grown into to multiple events. I believe there's like three events now. Um, I guess uh, from your perspective, being a you know the authority that has kind of gone over there and brought the Southern barbecue thing, uh, or at least been its ambassador over there, because I know it's uh, quite a, a presence. But having seen it grow from you know, let's call it the weights when they won, you know, the Jack Daniels back like in 2004 and turned everything on its head to where it is today. Uh, I guess, you know, how do you see barbecue over there? And I guess how excited are you to see grill stock uh, grow from a, a one event now to, to multiple events during the course of a year? Oh, it's been amazing. This is the sixth year of the, the original wow. grill stock in Bristol. And what has happened there is just amazing, the growth. What, so when I first went, I did the first ever American barbecue cooking class in England. I, there's other guys claiming they did it, but they did it six months after I did, so I don't know why they want to argue about it. It was so new at that point. These guys didn't know. They couldn't figure out where to get a re reasonably nice brisket. Um, they didn't know what a pork butt was. They all wanted to retrain the butchers and stuff. And, and it turns out they can find these cuts if they look around. They know where to go. They've worked with some butchers. But they can get commodity meat, too, and they can get quality meat. Um, it's changed so much. I really brought it there with, you know, I was, it was, they didn't know what they were doing when we were first there talking to them. Five years later, it has blown by me, man. It's wild. There's guys going into cooker business. There's guys importing smokers. There's guys teaching classes over there. There's guys with their own rubs. There's, I mean, you name it. There's a, I just saw that like Teddy's going over there for that event, uh, some event in Yorkshire and Danielle's going and 
I mean, it, it's it's happening now, man. It has grown wildly fast. And then it's it's bled over into Europe as well. Uh, KCBS, there'll be like 10 KCBS contests in, in Europe this year. But Girl Sock remains what it is. It's not KCBS. Although there's the, the one event might be a KCBS event this year. Because my advice to them has always been, Grill stock is a small thing where we want interaction with the people. We want it to be over two days. But now they're going to, I think there's going to be a little bit bigger venue event, and that's probably going to be KCBS. They're working on it. I don't know if they've worked it out yet. I don't think it's any secret that they're talking to them. Um, but I'm, prob I'm proud to tell you they have, uh, they have gotten to the point where they can contract me, and I'm going for all three this year. I'll be there. I can't wait. Absolutely. Are you – impressed with the quality of barbecue that they're turning out whether it be in a um in a vending sense or uh, even in a, in a competition sense yeah yeah well restaurants too there's restaurants opening like wildfire the grill stock guys have three now and i think they're opening a fourth uh and they're really wow. good the barbecue is excellent it's very much american barbecue uh the 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 turn-ins at grill stock this was the fifth year at Brillstill this year the first year the turn-ins looked nothing like anything we'd ever seen before it was some crazy stuff it was fun but it, there was a chicken a whole chicken riding a steel motorcycle uh, <laughs> the first year now every single box there was like i think 25 teams give or take and they turned in the four categories and every single box looked like a KCBS box from over here. Parsley beds, uh, and they can use whatever garnish they want. I think zero people in those four categories used uh, extra garnish besides parsley and maybe some lettuce. Amazing. They all use thighs. I mean, they're doing their homework. They're reading the internet. Um, they're, they're paying attention. So it's evolved amazingly. Uh, at the restaurants as well, the, the, gris, the only restaurants I've eaten at is Grill Stock and when Adam was over there at uh, Barbacoa, so no surprise, those are very American restaurants. But I got to tell you, I'm a little bit disappointed in that. I would prefer to see them finding their own way. Uh, and they will. The restaurants will, for sure. The, the competition circuit, it disappoints me that they're turning in sweet American barbecue because that's not what they really like. What is like? What is a flavor profile over there? If, if we're known for the sweet... Uh, almost non-changing flavor profile over the last three, four, five years in competition barbecue here in the States. What is a, a prevailing flavor profile over in England? I believe the most eaten food in England is curry. Really? So, yeah. Oh. yeah. There's there's curry nice. shops everywhere you go. Um, so why not some of that in that are barbecue? Um, they definitely don't like things as sweet as we do. Uh, Worcestershire and that brown sauce. You ever eat that brown sauce yep. they, they put on everything? That tastes like crap. I mean, that's a little bit off flavor for an American. Um, it, it's you know they don't like things as sweet as we do. Uh, it's certainly savory things, but yet their barbecue is they're using blues hog and and sweetening it up just like everybody else. Ray Lampy joining me here on the show talking about grill stock. There'll be three events this year. Um, one of the other things that I know you got into recently was a blog post on an Australian Barbecue Alliance page. So not only are we getting barbecue infected in England, we're also getting it infected over where the English people used to send their criminals, which is Australia. So, like, what do you know about barbecue over there? And, uh, you know, should we throw some shrimp on the barbie? Well, that's traditionally what they have done. There's no doubt. Grilling is, is what they do. Now, the Australians, from what I can tell, did it well, though. The Brits, you know, they uh, they talked five years ago, all they talked about was burning sausages. Um, and But the Aussies cook well over on the grill and on the griddle, uh, a flat top, what they call a grill. 
But I, I, I can't take credit for, you know, leading that charge. I, I know Andy Groman's been over there a couple of times. I know uh, um, Dr. Sweet Smoke and Andy Annett from England, who are both very accomplished American. Well, Al's an American. Andy's a Brit, but he's been over here a bunch of times cooking. Those guys have gone down there a couple of times. And there's a lot of American barbecue in Australia. Uh, I have not been involved in it. But I met that lady, uh, Burger Mary Jess, at, uh, at the American Royal this year. And we were ch chatting. And we've stayed in touch, and and she asked me if I would write that blog post. So I, I don't know a whole lot about Australia barbecue, but I'm glad to see it. And you know, with the internet, there's no reason not for it to spread. But but if you read that thing I wrote, I said at the end that I would like to see them embrace American barbecue, but tie it in with the flavors they like and the way they like to cook, and and tell me in five years what Australian barbecue is like. And I hope that happens in England too. If uh, they said, "Hey Ray, come on over and." Teach a couple classes. Are uh, you jumping on that airplane to get down to Australia? That's a long-ass ride. I think oh, I'm do. going. If you're not going, I'm going. I would love to go. to. I, I don't want to travel anywhere, but I would. I think I would really go to Australia. Yeah, I'd go. I couldn't say no. I'd have to go. Yeah, uh, plus I love the way it, they talk. Yeah. It'll happen. Um, that's why I, I said I, people thought I said I was going. I said I'll be there. I meant I'll be there one of these days. But no eminent plans. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ray. So uh, as you are, you know, still kind of geared down, uh, some big events that you might be looking forward to in the uh, the first quarter or, or second quarter of the year. Um, Memphis in May for sure. I will be at the National Barbecue Association conference, leading a Meet the Masters. I was talking to Linda Orison, who's the in incoming president, and I said, let's change the Meet the Masters. Let's make it something more exciting. I, I was telling her at the American Royal right before the Hall of Fame ceremony, they sat down me and Myron and Pat Burke and Johnny Trigg in front of the new display there. And, and they wanted us to talk for 15 minutes and they threw a couple questions out, but we just started talking about what we've done over the years. And 45 minutes later, they stopped us and said, we got to go, we got to go for the award. So I told Linda, I said, let's do it like that. Let's put everybody on stage at the same time and make it like a session. And let's just get, you know, get pick who you want, the high profile guys and, and get them all up there. And I know Chris is in for that. I'm in for that. Um, oh gosh, who else? I'm sorry. I can't, I can't tell you who the names all are now, but I don't have them in front of me, but I asked Myron, I know Myron's going to try to come. Um, I think I, I asked him to call Tuffy. So we'll get a bunch of us up there on the stage and we'll just talk barbecue. Is that a, a worthwhile event to go to the, the uh, national barbecue association conference? I've struggled with it over the years. I've been a bunch of times and, and I know everybody has a good time. I can tell you that nobody goes to that conference and doesn't have a good time. I, I've always wanted to see it somehow have a better identity, and, and I've not seen that. But, you know, barbecue is confusing. When you try to talk about the barbecue industry, you got guys in the sauce business, you got the competition guys, you got the restaurateurs, you got the caterers, you got the guys that build pits. They're barely in the same business. Uh, Ray, uh, last question. Were you surprised that Grilling with Rich was not asked to go back to be social media expert? Surprised? Grilling with who? <laughs> uh, Ray Lampy joining us here on the show. DRBBQ.com. That's uh, DrBBQ.com. If you want to check out what Ray is up to, if you have a question for an upcoming show, ask DRBBQ.com. We'll get it answered here. Uh, Ray, always appreciate the time, and uh, we'll check you out uh, probably in just a couple weeks here in February. Yeah, that's right. Not far away. Go ahead, Greg. Take care. Good All right. Take care. There he is, Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue. A uh, little bit of an inside joke that I know some people will find hilarious. 
Uh, other people probably will not find it hilarious. But uh, look, as the Reverend Johnny Dam once said, every joke has a victim. Then it's true. It's true. So uh, anyway, uh, ask drbbq.com if you have a question for Ray or myself at an upcoming show. drbbq.com is personal website. Check them out. You can find them at the Grill Stocks this year. Three of them. Flavorize is the new book coming out in April. And check out his uh, Australian Barbecue Alliance page. Uh, the guest post that he did right there. Uh, special announcement from Stephen DeFranco, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Friday, Monday, Wednesday. It doesn't have to. It can just be any day. Maybe this is the day that you're going to overcome all of the terrible gifts that you've gotten your wife or boyfriend, whatever it is. And you're going to make the call and the visit. Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Bravo, sir. Stephen DeFranco, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O. StephenDeFranco.com. And peruse the inventory. They got watches. They got rings. They got bracelets. They got anklets. They got earrings. You name it. It's a full service. They custom make a lot of jewelry, too. If you don't see any settings for, like, a diamond ring or you have a concept, you can send it over to Stephen and his highly skilled jewelry makers, jewelry smiths, Jewelry Smith and put it together for you. Loose diamonds of plenty, already finished settings with diamonds in them. You name it, Steven's got it. Plus the watches. You know, I love the watches. It's a, a great piece to really tie any kind of a clothing outfit together for the gentleman, or perhaps you're just looking to snazz up a little bit. This is something you want to take advantage of. So once you find what you like, stephendefranco.com A, then call 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. Tell him you're a barbecue brother or a barbecue sister, and he'll give you the real discounted price on this stuff. Not allowed by a lot of manufacturers to show the real discounted price on his website. So again, visit stephendefranco.com. That's D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, stephendefranco.com. Again, call 440-943-2700, and be sure to ask for Steve directly. He gets on the phone, he'll ask you all these questions, and he's not going to be out there trying to take you for all of your cash money. No, no. Ask you the right questions. Wants the business now, but also wants business down the road, maybe even generations down the road with kids and so forth. I know my girls are already looking forward to doing business with Stephen DeFranco, and they're 13, 11, and 9 for crying out loud. Give me a break. All right, uh, we come back with uh, Dan Arnold from Sucklebust. Right after this, stick around. We'll be right back. Seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the Barbecue Central Show brought to you by CookingPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Don't be fooled 
by some of these other people telling you you have to use their pellets in order to keep the warranty valid. Poppycock. We're not voiding any warranties with cookingpellets.com. Uh, visit their website, cookingpellets.com, or purchase on amazon.com as well if you're so inclined. I mean, why wouldn't you be inclined? I don't know. Again, that's uh, cookingpellets.com, or you can buy amazon.com as well. Chris Becker and the good folks over at cookingpellets.com. All right, uh, joining me now, uh, somebody who I have known probably almost for a decade, maybe crappy, might even be longer, uh, substantially phenomenal products, and newest sponsor to this show. Please help me welcome Dan Arnold from Sucklebuster. Dan, how are you, bud? Hey, Craig. Good to see you. Well, good to see you. I don't even, I don't have your camera up. You uh, you got your camera on over there in Texas? Yes, I do. Yeah. You do? Could be a technical difficulty with operations here. Well, we'll have to get the operations manager on the uh, on the call there. Give him what for. Hey, there he is. Look at that guy. Man, he even got deer over there dead behind you. It's Texas. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not more than one. <laughs> well, we could get a better look around the room and see a couple more. Oh, very good. Uh, all right, so uh, Dan Arnold joining me here on the show. Uh, Sucklebusters.com is the website if you want to go check it out here while we're talking here uh, over the next segment. And I guess, Dan, um, for the people that don't know you or uh, might not be familiar with the products, which are, are fewer and fewer each day, uh, maybe a little history about yourself and I guess kind of where you decided it would be a, a great idea to get into the barbecue rub and products business. Yeah, thanks. I, we started the company about six years ago. And uh, actually, you know, we got a lot of help from you starting out. So Thanks again for that. Yep. Back in the good old days of the forum. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just started out with a single product. We had this great idea. We were going to go into business for ourselves and have a little fun at it. And so we brought a product to market, put it out there, got people using it, and we've just grown from there. And since then, we've brought out more rubs, barbecue sauces, chilies, seasonings, pepper sauces, you name it, salsa. We have uh, a lot of different lines of products now. Dan, when you were originally getting into it, and you know, typically the guy that I'm interviewing uh, has been championed by friends and family who really don't want to put any type of financial stake into the potential success, but don't have any problem saying, yeah, go get them, killer, you're going to be great. Uh, I mean, is it is it a nerve-wracking time when you decide to really kind of take it out of the kitchen and, and bring it to market yeah it is a little bit you know and but you know there's a sense of pride because it's your products right and you get to see your name on the shelf and uh frankly we got a lot of help from friends and uh it, it boosted us along at a time when we needed it and it got us started and uh you know we were just able to grow from there when you start with the the flagship product and then you decide you're going to start bringing other products into the offerings portfolio uh, is it something that you test market for a certain period of time and realize that okay this is one that we can now transition over into a full-time seller do you just throw them up into the market and whatever sticks sticks and if it doesn't you take it down and retool potentially yeah well so back in the day when we started the company you know we started out with one rub and so i went and sold that bottle of rub to all my friends and all the people would buy it and then i thought oh well now what am I going to do? So 
<laughs> I need some, something else to sell. So out of necessity, we started creating more products. What we do, though, is we, we start with a concept, right? We look at the marketplace. We see where demand is moving. We try to match up some of the things we're going to do with the product line. And then we go to the market with that concept. We create the recipe. We actually have the benefit of a lot of competition cooks that use our products. So we take it to those guys and we say, hey, try it out. Tell us what you think. Here's three. Tell us which one's the very best. Dan Arnold joining me here on the show, uh, founder of Sucklebusters. Again, the website, sucklebusters.com. Um, when you have, well, you know, six years ago, there was a lot of rub on the market. But, you oh. know, fast forward to where you're at now. I mean, everybody's got rub and sauce. I mean, it's crazy proliferation like I've never seen before over six years. Uh, can you imagine or, or would you have the wherewithal to want to start today doing what you're doing or did you did you hit a right time six years ago i i think we were fortunate you know we uh unfortunately we started in the middle of a depression so that was tough but <laughs> that being said we started at a good time in the marketplace there were there were a lot of good products coming to market but today it's completely flooded my advice to someone today is hey if you want to make a rub and put your name on it do it have fun with it. Share it with your friends. If you can sell a little bit of it and break even, that's nice. But if you want to make a real business out of it, it's going to be a really tough entry point for you. So is it a point where you you have to realize that it, you can't subsist on friend sales and some maybe small percentage internet sales and you have to make that next step and perhaps even go out and make the cold calls and get into brick and mortar? Or let me ask a potentially better question. Does the key to success rely on getting into the big name grocery stores and box stores and, and places that are going to you know, order a lot from you so they can put out a lot for people? Yeah, so we do a little bit of everything, Greg. So we do quite a bit of business through our internet sales, which is a lot of repeat business, very loyal customers. Um, that's probably about 30% of our business. The other 60-odd percent of our business is through Wholesale Direct. And where you're going to get your big bang for your buck is your chain stores, your chain retails, and, you know, the big barbecue shops. There's usually like a really, really good barbecue shop in every major city. Those guys are the guys that are moving product, and you have to establish relationships with those folks. And are you actually going out and calling on them in person, or is it a phone grab and trying to build uh, some rapport over the phone, or how does that go? Um, I do as much as I can in person, but we'll, what happens to you is you just run out of bandwidth, right? You can only do so many things in a day, and eventually I just run out of time. So we do as much as we can in person. Um, one of the things I like to do is try to go support our stores. So if I have a, a, a particular retailer that's pushing our products or selling our products, I like to try to go do events with those guys once a year or so. Um, and then as far as picking up new customers, a lot of that is done over the Internet. Um, we do it the old fashioned way. We take envelopes and stuff them full of our, uh, uh, sales brochures and we mail them out and we call people on the phone. Dan, how many products do you have for sale right now? Oh, geez. I lost count. I, you know, I probably have around, um, 50 products and then a lot of the products have multiple sizes. So we have well over a hundred SKUs for sale. Well, now, is Suckle Busters a full-time job for you now? Are you fully into it? I'm about 50-50. So I'm still, I still have a real job that pays the real bills. 
And then Suckle Busters is a building uh, business that uh, it's been growing every year. And so we just take every dollar we earn in Suckle Busters and we just reinvest it right back into the company. So you're six years in now. I mean, do you see six years from now, uh, Dan Arnold being sole CEO, vice president of Suckle Busters, and you're generating the the income from there and you're able to to ditch the real job for real real bills? Or is that not a... I mean, it's a goal, yeah, absolutely. but... I mean, that's that's exactly where we're headed. And we're we're doing well. Um, we're probably going to do around $300,000 in sales this year. My personal belief is that I, I've got to get it to around a million dollars in sales annually to make it a real deal. And so we're on a trajectory to hit that in about six or eight years. Is there one piece or one part of the industry that you can see getting there quicker if you're able to infiltrate it? Or have you pretty much gotten into to where you need to go? Um, I think we're where we're at. We just need to duplicate it. So we just need to take our success and just replicate that. We need to bring out more products and uh, just continue to uh, broaden our line and that type of thing. Are you selling percentage-wise more like rubs and seasonings and spices uh, over sauces? Yeah. Or how how is that mix? Yeah, so our barbecue rubs have really taken off. And that's probably our best seller. Uh, barbecue sauce is number two. We have a line of products called Texas Gunpowder, which is our pure ground peppers. Um, that's probably our number three. And then our number four line is uh, probably hot sauce or pepper sauces. And then we have a couple other things that are new um, that are growing. And then we have a couple other things we're probably going to, over time, get out of. The barbecue sauce has won a lot of awards. So, I mean, it's obviously yeah. pretty good, and, and a lot of different people have tasted it and liked it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was that's really what got me going. I mean, we were doing the rubs, and I had a couple of rubs out, and it was a fun thing, right? We were doing it with our friends, and then I brought out my barbecue sauce. It's a sauce I've made for probably 20 years on the stovetop, and it took me about a year of working through the recipe to get it so it's a commercially viable recipe. And we brought the sauce out, and I was happy with the sauce. I love the sauce. It's something that I eat and I love, but I just never really envisioned it the way it turned out, which is um, it, it was very well liked in the marketplace. And then the first contest I put it in, it took first place. And I was just completely floored. So that sauce has won contest after contest after contest. It's been a huge surprise and a huge blessing to our company that it's done so well. You're obviously taking it out of the kitchen and you're probably going to some type of a commercial packer or sauce maker or, or sure. whatever. Yep. Um, did, did you have any struggles finding somebody or did you go through a couple that, you know, guys were trying to tell you you should do this or, or you should do that and, and you were unrelenting and compromised? How does that whole thing work? <laughs> we have a really good relationship with our uh, co-packer. And so I've been fortunate in that area uh, to find a really good one out of the gate. But, you know, you have to get it right. And so you have to take the time up front to work through the recipe, to work through the ingredient list, to get the thing right, to get the packaging right to where you want it. And fortunately, we had a good experience there. And uh, I'm knocking on wood. I, you know, I, I don't foresee us changing. Our co-packer has been really good to us. And it, it's been a great relationship this far. Uh, Dan Arnold joining me here on the show. Sucklebusters.com is the website. Uh, do you have new products that are in the in the test booth right now, or are you uh, yeah, we pretty do. good? Yeah, um, well, we got a couple of things. So I've got one product coming out. It's going to start shipping in February. 
it's kind of a takeoff of one of our uh, barbecue sauces, our honey barbecue sauce. What happens is we're learning that the competition cooks are taking my honey barbecue sauce and using it as a finishing glaze. We're going to take that product, we're going to repackage it, and we're going to uh, rebrand it and call call it a finishing glaze, okay? And then we're going to bring that part, product out in February. We've got a few new rubs coming out, and we've got a couple more uh, in the hopper here that we're going to work on this year. Do you have uh, an idea of like a total number of products that you might cap out at, or can you not as an entrepreneur figure uh, I don't want any more than 35 or 40, or do you see ones that, well, and I guess you kind of mentioned it, you see ones that maybe aren't performed. They were, they, they were good performers for X time and now they're starting to, to trend out. So you might replace, is it kind of like in a constant evaluation in that regard? Yeah, I think uh, we've hit the point now to where we need to start removing products that are not performing for whatever reason. For example, I have a line of uh, preserves. They're, they're hundred percent fruit preserves. They're awesome products. They taste really good, but frankly, it's a little bit off the mark in terms of uh, outdoor cooking or barbecue products. So it doesn't, you know, substantiate our core line of products. So we're going to drop the preserve with some other people who have really good preserves, go do that. And we're going to focus on barbecue rubs. Dan, are, do you get out to competitions and sell and stuff like that? Or uh, like what, the, how, how do you populate the, the competition scene? Yeah, so we have uh, cookers that we sponsor, and then uh, we try to get out to as many competitions as possible. It's it's really kind of ironic, though, <laughs> when you have two jobs and a family, and then uh, <laughs> you have the weekend coming up. So, you know, we get to as many competitions as we can, but we definitely, uh, you know, sponsor our, our cook teams every weekend, and we've got somebody, you know, flying the banner everywhere every weekend somewhere in, in a co- competition. Uh, Dan Arnold is the founder of Sucklebusters products, and you can find him at sucklebusters.com. Uh, please check him out. As I say, whenever anybody asks, what can I do to help? Visit my sponsors. Give my sponsors first uh, choice, first look if you're looking for something, and this is uh, certainly a great place to go to look for rubs and sauces and chili kits and all that good stuff. Uh, Dan, really appreciate the time tonight, and we will talk to you again soon, buddy. Greg, thanks so much. Yeah, you got it. There he is, Dan Arnold. Sucklebusters. And I remember, you know, it's one of those feel-good stories of, hey, I remember uh, when Dan, and he referenced, he referenced the four. You probably uh, remember the four. Nothing has been since sold and long, but there was a distinct point in time where... Your humble host had one of the most popular barbecue and grilling forums on the internet. The Barbecue Central Forum. It was barbecue for you before I was threatened with a lawsuit. We won't get into that. Let me talk to you quickly about the longest running sponsor of the show, located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices, then this is for you. This is the company that started it all. They're the creators of this technology. I don't know why you would buy from anybody else, but forget. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, I'm not going to get into the minute detail, but imagine a product that allows you to set a pit temperature. Once set, it keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. This is real life. You can take advantage 
of this technology right today. Now, maybe you're a busy working professional like me or perhaps constantly on the run with kids doing errands, and quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperatures. I get it. The Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs, and then you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Barbecue Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. Currently, four or five different models to choose from. Uh, some of the most popular ones, the Party Q, $149. Got a facelift last year, runs on AA batteries. You can take it from one cooker to the next. We affectionately refer to it as the hooker of automatic temperature control device because of its interchangeability. Uh, you have the CyberQ Wi-Fi, which, of course, is hooking up. Uh, a, can generate its own Wi-Fi signal, but if you put it on your own Wi-Fi, you're able to literally... Uh, 10 pit temperatures across the globe. You can connect in, you can increase your pit temperature, you can decrease your pit temperature, you can monitor internal temperatures of meat with their internal meat temperature probes. Great. Now, maybe you're in the market for a cooker. Onyx Oven is the one you want to be looking at as well. It's been winning in the backyards and on the competition scene for years now, fully insulated. Holds a lot of meat, accommodates the half and full pans for food service, and you know it's going to work seamlessly with any barbecue guru pit temperature control device that you put in. So do yourself a favor, head on over to thebbqguru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly, 800-288-GURU, and they'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. That's 800-288-GURU, or visit thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru is a breakthrough in barbecue technology. We're back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. You got to make sure that you have your mic on, Matt. Matt, uh, forgive me. Is it is it Boer? Is that the last name? Boer. Kraft makes about 100 bottles of crap. Yeah, that's right. 100 bottles of crap. Maybe 200 bottles of crap. Some of the worst. If you're selling, if Mark's Discount Drug Mart is selling your barbecue soft. At a reduced rate of 37 cents, we got a problem. We got a problem. I don't want to make a lot of barbecue sauce and have it be sold at 34 cents clearance. Reduced from $1.17. Visit Dan's online presence, sucklebusters.com. You can go to my website. And link over from there. Matter of fact, I'll go ahead and give you the screenshot right there. Oh, oh, oh. I'm back over here. Uh, if you go to the my website, you can see right down here, Sucklebusters. You can click on that, and it will take you to the Sucklebusters website. You can go ahead and find out about wholesaling. You can find out about the rubs, the seasonings, chili seasoning kits, pepper jelly and preserves, pepper sauce, salsa. 
Texas gunpowder, Texas gift baskets. Looking for a prize to send to somebody? Look at these. You got a boot. You got the state of Texas. You got a pepper. That's probably the Alamo. There's a 10-gallon hat. Starting at uh, 25 bucks. Starting at 20 bucks, I guess. Something to consider. Again, support the people that support the show. Something simple you can do. Sucklebusters.com. Also, thanks to Ray Lampy. DRBBQ.com. If you've never seen his website, I can show you what that looks like. Got all this new technology. Here's Ray, DRBBQ.com. You can check out who he is. He got the online classes. The talk, tailgate. Here he is with famous people, Ray Lampy. All right, we are uh, getting ready to reload for the second hour. Uh, we'll have to see who drops in for the 1014 segment. Uh-oh. Gary. And don't forget 1035. If you have something that you are looking to sell, barbecue or grilling related, send it in to me. Post it on the Facebook under the barbecue swap meet. If you have something that you're looking to buy, same thing. Post it on the Facebook. Shoot me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Call in. The 1035 segment for barbecue swap meet. We will list off things that are for sale, things that people are looking for, and then I'll match up people, as it were, and be able to put people in contact with one another. Don't forget, you know, once I make the match, I'm out. Not my fault if something crazy goes on. Be crazy. Don't be crazy. Don G, good night. I'm going to reload my libation, and we'll see you back here in just a couple minutes. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what? We ate 54 wieners. Oh, listen, Laverne, you shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Ooh. Top men. All right, just like that, we're in the second hour. Hey. Uh, you are watching and listening and potentially enjoying the Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We do broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rampy. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. If you missed the first hour, don't sweat it. Relax. Good. Nothing. Nothing. You can always get replays of this show. By visiting the main website, 
at any point after 11.55 tonight, the audio podcast will be right there waiting. A little bit later tomorrow, you'll get the video side of things from uh, Kevin Bevington and the folks over at OutdoorCookingChannel.com. Appreciate his patience. Oh, hey. Annual Jack Daniels World Barbecue Champion, and this is Barbecue Central. Thank you, Chad. Um, so you can get the the video at uh, the bbqcentralshow.com. Now, the overwhelming majority of people get the replay of this show by subscribing to a little thing called iTunes. You ever heard of it? It's an up and comer. People are just getting into it. And uh, once you get into the iTunes, you go to podcasts and then just search a BBQ Central Radio or BBQ Central Show or whatever. And you'll see the little grill logo up there. It's the one that's got like 700 episodes now. And you'll see all of the other uh, barbecue podcasts that were on there that have uh, produced a new episode oh, around about four years ago. I scoff. And then just hit subscribe, and you can get the newest show. Newest show. Every Tuesday night at 11.55. All right, uh, what's it going to be? What What is going to be longer tonight? Greg scheduled two-hour show or the shortened State of the Union speech? Uh-oh. Is it shortened? I heard that the shortened... State of the Union speech is only because the president has gone out on a media tour and uh, leaking out all of the topics that he was going to make because somebody has finally realized that's a worthless thing that's happening on television. They should record that thing and just put it up on YouTube. I mean, to interrupt live or to, to interrupt scheduled programming on all major networks for that yawn fest. Regardless of what president is giving it. Yawn fest, the stand up and clap fest, right? Hello. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, my fellow Americans, uh, thank you for the State of the Union speech. Yes, thank you. No, sit down. Sit down. Uh, it is 2015. Thank you. No, sit down. And the state of the union on barbecue looking good. Thank you. No, sit down. Never have we before been in a time where the industry has seen so much growth and so much revenue. Thank you. Thank you. No, sit down. Never has there been a time in barbecue where so many can write books and be on television and run their mouths on social media. Thank you. Thank you. So, somebody got hip to the fact that it's kind of not fun. Now, look, it's fun if you're a uh, Republican and you just like to, you know, bash on uh, the, the Democrats. Likewise, when it's a Republican president, Democrats love to bash on the Democrat. All right, Matt Boer, I will do State of the Barbecue Address. 
And it will offend some. Believe me. It will offend some. I'm going to put it together. I'm going to start writing the uh, 2015 State of the Barbecue Address now so I am wholly sufficient in my uh, speech next year. Where did I find this? Uh, new episode. Ba, 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 ba. Here we go. Um, if you are a follower of Stephen Reichlin, by the way, I talked to Stephen Reichlin's assistant who lives in Cleveland. Cleveland? And I said, hey, I've tried to email Stephen like for the last couple months, man. I get like, what, what kind of a response do I get? Nothing. What? Nothing. That's right. No response. Have I offended him in any way? And can I reach out and make reparation? He's like, no. What are you talking about? He's ready to come back on. I was like, all right, well, we got to get him back on sooner than later. Nevertheless, if you are a follower of Stephen Reichland's uh, Barbecue Bible Up and Smoke blog, he does have Diane Me. He's probably in France. You damn right. That's funny. Uh, if you go to barbecuebible.com, you can enter to win the Barbecue Guru's Big Game Giveaway. Win a party cue and a and say goodbye to bad barbecue. Deadline is January 28th, so just a little bit over a week. Enter to win Barbecue Guru's Big Game Giveaway. Whether tailgating, cheering in the stands, or partying at home, fans will celebrate the upcoming Big Game. With friends, family, and a whole lot of good food. This year, will your family and friends enjoy the good food you're cooking on game day? Or will you serve burnt barbecue yet again? It happens every year. If you're so excited about the game, you forget to check your barbecue or grill. By the end of the first quarter, it's already too late. You are overcooked. You are dried out. You are laughed at, good sir. You can enter to win a party queue. By uh, going over to, let's see where this takes me. Uh, barbecue, uh, this is bbqguru.com. That's uh, bbqguru.com. And then I'm sure there, well, let me go to the main website. See uh, where it says, let's see what it says. Product info, specials, resources. Well, where is it? Look with me here. You can see it. News. Let's click on news. And uh, no. Well, I don't see it, but you can know. You can win it. That's the bottom line. You can go to the Barbecue Guru or you can go to uh, Barbecue Bible and check out the Party Q giveaway. And really, to Stephen's point, don't be the kook that screws up the. Big game. Guess what? Uh, I don't say the big game. I say Super Bowl. Suck it. I'm scared. What are you going to sue me? You're going to sue the Barbecue Central show? Forget it. I'm big time. Uh, if you want to jump in tonight, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Don't forget, coming up in about less than a half an hour. We're going to be doing barbecue swap meat for the first time. 
So if you have something you're looking to sell or you're looking to buy something, you ever wanted to get on the show to buy or sell something, timing couldn't be better. We're going to do it every week. We will go to the Facebook, see what we have listed here. All right. We got some stuff, too. Very excited. One, two, three, four, five things. Five things. All right. Plus, you're probably going to call in and try and pitch stuff, too, which I appreciate. I appreciate and adore that. That's right. This is the first. Okay. I thought I was. I thought I oversold my inventory on the show. Heaven forbid. All right, folks, if you don't know, Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of all-American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, and even a kit that gives you everything you need to make world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs. Their rubs have won almost every major competition barbecue event, including the 2012 and 13 Jack Daniels. Sorry, 2012 and 13 World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, the 2012 and 14 Jack Daniels Invitational, the 2013 Things of Challenge, 2014 Houston Livestock and Rodeo, many more to come. BPS has also banded together with fellow California-based barbecue rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based barbecue rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profiles that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two of their unique own competitions, King of the Smoker, which brings the best of the best in barbecue head-to-head in a back-to-basics competition. King of the Smoker is unique, and the contestants may not use any electric devices, such as pellet cookers or pit minders. Contestants are just allowed to use charcoal, wood, and their wits to win one of the most high-stakes barbecue competitions around. The other event that they came up with is called the Guinea Pig. It's a cost-controlled event that helps bring in newcomers to the competitive barbecue world. It also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category, and that helps provide incentive to get new competitors into the world of barbecue. On top of all of that, BPF created a unique band ambassador program, Big Papa Smoker's elite team, featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind that Big Papa Smokers has been able to do all this within only four years of being in business, turning the competition barbecue world on its head, creating their own unique competitions, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. Website BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. And oh, people blowing me up on the telly. Hello, telephone, telephone. Bigpapasmokers.com. That's bigpapasmokers.com. I I suggest the uh, Louis season salt and the uh, sweet money rub. Two of my favorites. They go right on my chicken wings. A little dash of uh, Butcher's Barbecue Honey Rub as well. All right, uh, we're back right after this. Stick around.
Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Oh, let's see here. Um, I do actually have some. Things that I can give away. Uh, oh, right. Looking for the, my one of my favorite game shows. It's called Cheese or Font. You ever heard of it? I give you a name. You tell me if it's a cheese or if it's a font, like something you type in, F-O-N-T, cheese or font. Uh, you can call in at 216-220-0966, and there is something that I can send you. Got to find my music. Make sure the music's right. Everybody listen. Uh, again, 216-220-0966. The rules are simple. You got to get two in a row. Actually, uh, let's say two out of three. Because I think... At one point, I don't remember what the original rules were. Was I always saying you got to get two out of three or two in a row? Because if you to get two in a row, you got to get the first one right. Get the first one right, boom, you're out. Can't do it. I'm just reading Diane Mee's uh, instant chat talking about it looks like cold weather cooking. In November in Spokane, it was about 20 degrees. The guys next to me had a fabricated a fancy blankie out of a water heater blanket to keep it warm inside. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, back in the old days, like the real old days, before I even thought about running a podcast, the prevailing, this was in the days of when uh, the barbecue guru used to make that uh, smoker's jacket. I called it a smoker's jacket. It looked like, you know, shiny silver thing you dumped over the top and it was insulated and would really make your Weber Smoky Mountain a lot more efficient but retain the heat. Somebody's like, ah, why would I spend $100 on that jacket from the Guru when I could go to the hardware store and buy a hot water tank uh, blanket? And you, you know, taped it around the Weber Smoky Mountain, and you cut out holes at the bottom so you could still draft air in and keep the coals fired up. And then cut it down at the top so it could exhaust properly. But you never had to worry about it burning because it's high-temperature rated, and that thing would be so efficient and really allow you to get some good time, especially in the colder months. There's no reason to run a blanket on it during the summertime, of course. But 
No, that was 10 years ago. That was 11 years ago. Yeah, by the way, congratulations to the Seahawks. Going back to the Super Bowl. I got to be honest, I'm sorry I'm surprised that they uh are actually got back. Especially given that first quarter. Here's a story. We were just talking about 100 bottles of crap. Matt Craft Barbecue Sauce celebrates revamped sauce line with America's Ever Grillers. Grilling enthusiasts are fired up about improved taste and unique grilling innovations. This is coming out of Northfield, Illinois. As a matter of fact, a Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. Uh, that's right, folks. Greg Rempe in the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio. This coming via Northfield, Illinois. Uh, just in time for game day gatherings and cold weather grilling, barbecue sauce is celebrating its newly revamped line of sauces with recipes featuring high-quality ingredients like tomato, sweet molasses, cider vinegar, and cane sugar. Craft barbecue sauce Wants to help grilling fans make something amazing with an improved sauce line now made with high, oh, sorry, now made without high fructose corn syrup. Get that big stuff out of here. Have we overdone the high fructose corn syrup? I don't really think it's that bad, right? I mean, I know everybody's down on the high fructose corn syrup, but I mean, it can't be that bad. Uh, Matt Boer asking me, what is my favorite mass-produced sauce? Ooh, mass-produced. So to me, mass-produced means I can mass-produced is. To me, mass-produced is mean. Um, that to me would mean I can go into pretty much any grocery store and find it here in Cleveland as I could in Texas, as I could in St. Louis, as I could in Spokane, Washington. You might be surprised. Maybe you won't be surprised. My favorite, I guess what would be considered mass-produced sauce, Stubbs. Yep. I love me some Stubbs. I love Stubbs Original. I love Stubbs Mild. Stubbs Mild goes in my baked beans along with almost a whole pork butt when I cook it. But I, I there is something about Stubbs that is so non-offensive that is good by itself that you can build base-wise on it, but uh, there is no liquid smoke in it. It's got a great flavor profile, and uh, it's it's... A little bit tomatoey, a little bit vinegary. Uh, it's not as vinegary as my sauce is because I like vinegar, uh, which is why a lot of the sweet sauces usually tank when I do the reviews. But mass produced wise, it's going to be Stubbs for me every single time. Uh, running a, a somewhat close second, uh, I go with Sweet Baby Ray's. You will always find a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's in my house. If not one of those uh, half-gallon jugs, because 
if I'm going to be serving some store-bought sauce in my house for like a barbecue, then I want to make sure that the sauce is going to be good for folks and everybody seems to like Sweet Baby Ray's pretty good. Um, but it's uh, Stubbs for me, number one. Thank you for that uh, question, Matt. Great question. All right, so Kraft is introducing new sauces. They've uh, created custom over-the-top grill innovations to share with well-known grill enthusiasts. Influencers Kraft has dubbed Ever Grillers. The new innovations have helped Ever Grillers and aspiring Ever Grillers get to the grill no matter the weather condition. The innovations all built to support year-long grilling, especially in the cold-weather regions of the country. They include grill and flip mitt. That is a fire-resistant glove that protects the griller's hands from both heat of the grill and chill of the outdoors of the winter grilling season. Uh, the unique design of the top insert can hold many grilling tools, making it easy to flip and stab and baste with ease. Then you have the Hothead Hat. It's an all-purpose weatherproof hat designed to keep grillers warm while acting as a holder for the most important grill necessities. Each hat is a fleece-lined hat with a heated ear flap and a convenient craft barbecue sauce dispenser. Skeeby Cues. Familiar with Skeeby Cues? These are designed for grillers who are unfazed by snow. The skis affixed with a personal snow plow and an opportune sauce holder hook on the grill boots for quick skiing, plowing from door to grill. How many people are going to be into skeeby cues? So those are just some of the cold weather products coming to you from Kraft, which makes 100 bottles of crap. Uh, also, I saw this in the barbecue news. Adam Perry Lang turns barbecue on its head. If I can get through all these ads here, I'm going to put them up so you can have a listen to you my man, uh, Adam. Years. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody named their car Brad, by the way. All right, so five seconds left, and then we'll hear uh, Adam Perry Lang turn it on his head. Here we go. Then Liberty Mutual calls. Oh, all right. If we go. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. We are thrilled to have with us in the Tennessean studio today, Adam Perry Lang, who is truly one of the, I think, one of the experts on cooking with live fire. And that's not just barbecuing as we think about it, but grilling and really utilizing hot coals to coax the best flavor out of the meat, out of the vegetables, the fish, whatever you're working with. He's here because he's joined forces with George Dickel, and the two of them are on a nine-city tour. Well, not not Adam and George, yeah, right. but uh, with the George Dickel folks. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're here in Nashville to do some dinners, and uh, he's here with us today to give us some tips that you can take home and use for grilling. So welcome to uh, Nashville. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the kind words. Hey, no, we're sure. glad you're here. So you. one of the questions I get asked a lot, and I'm sure you do as well, uh, what are the sort of undervalued, underutilized cuts of, let's just talk about beef, beef and ribs. pork today, okay. that you think are, they're just great. The flavor is great. They work well in, in, in live fire mm -hmm. uh, situations that you think, wow, this is, 
you know, these are these are the cuts of meat that, that you really get a bang for your buck that may often get overlooked in the supermarket shelf. I, I love that you didn't say cheap because um, that's one of my pet peeves. It's, I'd rather say inexpensive or undervalued, as, as you say, because you can really find some incredible cuts that are underutilized. For example, one of my favorite is really going into the shoulder. Now, typically with pork, everybody's just obsessed with the roast or to do like a roast shoulder or barbecue shoulder. But one of the greatest things is literally um, creating um, pork steaks from the shoulder, taking bone in and taking cuts. And you have a whole like intertwining of different muscles. And people say, oh, well, some of it's going to be tough, tougher, some of it's going to be... I think that's, that's kind of the enjoyment of it, too, is because it kind of... If you just have the same texture consistently or you're not looking for that perfect piece within it, I find food quite boring. And I, uh, you know, when we're talking about um, pork shoulder, I also will talk about beef, the chuck roll, which you, you don't have the, the blade in, but at the right. same time, you can cut massive cuts of steak and cook on that. And I use this technique, which is called uh, direct indirect, which, um, as you can, if you can't, if you can smell my jacket yeah, right you, now. I, I wish you could smell him right now. Also, he's, yeah. got, he's got holes in his yeah, shirt yeah. from where the sparks pop. Yeah. You know, this is... It's, but it's that same yeah. flavor that impregnates my shirt. You know, what's, I call them flavor bombs. So, you know, as these, the drippings of these larger cuts start hitting the coals, it... it Instantly, that's why we like charcoal goes um, in general and wood because it has such a fast recovery time as opposed to something else, which is you know, gas or whatever it right. is, <clears throat> or let's say metal deflector or whatever. It hits, and if it's not hot enough, it's not gonna you know, create that which then goes right back on right. the meat, which creates real authentic flavor. What do you do about flare ups though? Is there enough distance that that's less of an issue? Or? Well, it's a great question. Um, I think. Um, Flare-ups are part of the game, and sometimes flare-ups are quite good. When you're having flare-ups, it means you're generating more heat energy, and sometimes you need that. Okay. You don't necessarily – I don't mind cooking in the fire, which is sometimes can be to your advantage. But in general, over a longer-term cook, you want those, those flames just if they're going to flare up, just to go below the grill grate. If anything, you don't want it to really go past. When you're going right. with a larger cut, as, uh, all bets are off when you're going with a thinner cut. You want like a pretty aggressive. The sure. grill rods, they're important too because they're going to retain that heat. They're going to have a quicker recovery. That's why I do tend to like cast iron in sure. general. It's easy to get. Um, this, uh, is, this is great advice. Yeah. And my <laughs> advice is if you're putting a lamb leg on, don't go off and take a shower and put it on a hot oh fire. My God. Nothing like it, lamb fat. Because it just... It was a black brick. Yeah, and and, and oh, is that what happened? Oh, I wept. Yeah, I openly wept. Well, it's it's interesting because one of the few animal fats which I found that I don't have scientific evidence to back it up. I've only had disasters too. Um, is is that lamb fat is just wicked flammable. Yeah, it 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 can really you really have to watch it. Someone needs to do a study on. Yes, that. I think that'd be great. <laughs> Well, that, that's tremendous advice, and I like this idea of the direct-indirect, yeah. that, you know, people don't... We're so used to just grilling over right. the coals at a pretty close proximity, right. but but a lot of grills aren't built for that. Well, you know, I, I have not, a solution not, to it. Yeah. I mean, I, in my last book, Chart and Scruff, um, I basically take three bricks, uh, three stacks of three bricks, and you just get another... Let's say if you're using a Weber kettle, for example, 
you'd have them and you just get another shelf and you place it on top. So now you have the extension. Okay. Okay. And then I always create like a little safety zone. Um, uh, you know, I'll build it up halfway and there's still a lot of radiant heat coming up. Sure. But I'm, I don't want to, you know, if things get a little bit too hairy, you know, um, you know, I want to move it to some place. Or better yet, if you don't have room to create a safety zone because your grill surface is smaller, I simply take a cast iron griddle pan and put it there so I can still get the heat penetration, but I get it out of harm's way with the fire. Right. Yeah. Great, great tip. Um, one of the other things, it, talking about charcoal, you know, charcoal itself is an art, mm -hmm. getting it ready for your fire. You like to create your charcoal in a separate mm -hmm. unit and then deliver that. What's the, is, are there flavor reasons for that? Are you burning off things that you don't want in with the meat? Why do, why do you do that? There's a couple of reasons, and some of the reason has nothing to do with taste. Um, I'm a process guy. I like to really, um, you know, you can choose where you jump on that train. Right. Okay, you can sit there and we can cook a meal and all you have to do is press a button. Do I get satisfaction out of that? Absolutely not. There is something intensely gratifying for me to sit there, source out my wood, make sure it has the correct moisture content, Right. Okay, beautiful split. That's where the excitement starts for me. And then I source my wood. Then I'm going to burn my wood. And depending on the, the weather conditions and how things are, it's going to take a certain period of time. Not only me, but I can translate that passion in every step of the way to people that work with me or someone who's interested. You know, if we ever cook together, sure. you'd be pulled into this process. And it's, it's really exciting. It's the ritual. It's the it's, fellowship. It's completely it's the ritual. Whole, yeah. And there's something which... Um, a mentor of mine described to me as the prism effect. So I can serve you a pasta dish that you had on the hills of Italy with your love of your life, and it's going to have a different flavor because you're in this moment. Right. And I think that, um, you know, traveling All from right. the barbecue. Wow. No offense to the guy in Nashville or whatever. My interview with Adam Perry Lang, way better. I'm seeing this post on the Facebook from Scotty Johnson. Signing up for my first CBJ for the year. Beer is a side category. I believe I should be MCBJ for that. And then all the way down towards the end, mentions somebody named Jesse, maybe Jesse Henry. Uh, being sponsored by a cooler company is so 2014. I'll find one cheap on Rempy's Flea Market. <laughs> oh, flea Market. Well. Melvin's. I don't even know what Melvin's means. All right, coming up out of the break, we're going to have our very first swap meet. I do like his cook. That was hard to get. I agree. Sometimes you got to be a good interviewer. All right, gear up for barbecue swap meet coming up. Folks, happy holidays from your friends at Cook Shack. So thankful for all their customers, vendors, dealers, distributors, employees. They send a special wish to all of the listeners for the Barbecue Central Show for a prosperous, happy, healthy, and tasty new year. Cook Shack manufactures electric smokers, pellet-fired smoker ovens, pellet-fired charbroilers, and pellet grills. 
They also sell accessories, sauces, rubs, woods, and pellets to use in the ovens and grills. With a variety of sizes and styles, Cook Shack can fit the needs of any customer. Cook Shack provides commercial and competition cooking classes, online recipes, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website, cookshack.com or pelletcooker.com. Their blog and social media groups on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Instagrams, and LinkedIn. They also have a world-class barbecue forum that is moderated by Smokin' Oki, Russ Garrett. You ever heard of him? Legend. On the competition circuit, Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions. Teams from coast to coast and Canada use our smokers and pellet grills to get to the winner's circuit. The FEC 100 can handle all four meat categories with ease, while the Fast Eddies by Cook Shack PG 1500 are pellet grills that can smoke on the indirect side and grill on the direct side. Your purchase comes with Cook Shack's unconditional 30-day money-back guarantee. Buy and use any Cook Shack product. If you're not 100% satisfied, return it within 30 days for a refund, a credit, or a replacement. Cook Shack is dedicated to crafting smoker ovens for genuine pit barbecue and wood-smoked foods. They continue to develop and improve their products with an inspiration of Cook and Made Simple and Smoke and Made Simple. They would love to share their passion with you for barbecue, so give them a call at 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698. Cookshack.com or pelletcooker.com. And again, you can visit them at Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Don't forget about that world-class barbecue forum that they do have as well. A lot of people got out of that barbecue forum business some people are still in it. Some people still like it. Barbecue Brethren still going strong, believe it or not. All right, Cook Shack is where it's at, cookshack.com. And we're back with Barbecue Swap Meat right after this. Stick around. Advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Who would have thought this music thing was going to go this far? I never asked for this. I never asked for this fast living. The women, the whiskey. All right, welcome back. There's whiskey in my soul. I apologize for the potentially boring Adam Perry Lang interview. What can I say? He's a uh, he's a uh, what do you call? It? He's an authority on the industry. He's an authority. Is what I'm saying. All right, uh, we're gonna start barbecue swap meat. Uh, where do I go here? Yep. All right, folks, the inaugural barbecue swap meet is open. 
Tradia, ladies and gentlemen, Tradia. So here's what you got to do. You can dial me up on the telephone, 216-220-0966. That's 216-220-0966. And let me know what you have to sell. Again, price point is key condition if you can tell us over the phone. Also, you can call in if you are looking for something specific. Call in. Hey, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. I'd pay X amount, depending on condition. You can also get over to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash greg.rempe, R-E-M-P-E. And uh, right there at the top, you got the first official barbecue swap meet post. So post under there like uh, some people have. Wait, even two more comments that I can't see. Right. And you can also get at me on the tweeter at BBQ Central Show. If you are looking for something there. Or if you're looking to uh, post something to buy or sell. And again, the number 216-220-0966. No request too crazy. Yeah, no request too crazy. So, uh, 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show. .com. All right, uh, first item up. Jeff Elser, can I sell my body? No, Jeff, cannot sell your body. Uh, Kinger, barbecue food for you. I want to buy a robot to clean up after I make a mess in the kitchen. Help barbecue swap me. Who doesn't? Uh, Jason, the key bit of information that you left off is, and I'll pay X amount, right? Uh, Jason is also uh, selling a featured product video filmed and edited for $500. So if you are looking to do a product video uh, or if you're looking to have a, a spokesperson, that would be uh, Jason, barbecue food for you. He will do a featured product video filmed and edited for $500 if you're edited. Or if you're interested, let me know. I can hook you up with Jay. Uh, I saw another one up here. <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, Marsha Perry has easy hooks. 19 inches for charcoal grills, $20. Uh, medium for gas grills or indoor bacon frying. Batter and breading, $15. 10 inch prep work and plating, $10. In both right and left handed. Big dog super long handles, 30 inches. 30 inches? <laughs> 40 bucks. Handcrafted 304 stainless steel rods. Rods. <laughs> super sharp with wooden handles, and I can vouch for the super sharp part so if you are interested in a 19 inch easy hook it's 20 bucks if you're interested in a 10 uh, a 10 inch it's 10 bucks and if you're interested in the super big dog 30 inch it's 40 bucks 
Again, 304 stainless steel rod, super sharp with a hardened wood handle. 216-220-0966 if you have something. Still no takers on uh, Jeff's body. Scotty Johnson is either looking for or offering two cupcake pans. Two cupcake pans. Chad Warner looking for a used backwoods chubby or a small-sized cabinet smoker. Uh, remember, folks, the one of the most important parts of barbecue swap meet is uh, what are you selling for and what would you pay for? And certainly that could be negotiated after I put you lovebirds together. But Chad Warner is looking for a used backwoods chubby or similar-sized cabinet smoker. So that could be uh, spice wine or stumps, superior, pit maker, something along those lines. Uh, Rick Passage. Pasic? Passage? Is selling a deep south smoker, small single chamber, gravity fed smoker, like new condition, bright yellow automotive paint. 1999.99. Photos if needed, located in Kennesaw, Georgia. All right. Me. Is there no. Maybe there's no uh, picture for that. All right, so that's uh, Rick. I'm sorry if I'm getting your name wrong, Rick. Pasek. Pash. Selling a deep south smoker, small single chamber, gravity fed smoker. Like new condition, bright yellow automotive paint, $1,999.99. Photos if needed, located in Kennesaw, Georgia. Do you know my operations for the day job is located in Kennesaw, Georgia? That's crazy. Uh, round, uh, Mike Chesser is looking for round, uh, is asking if the cupcake pans are round or square. Scotty Johnson answering back, round and deep, just like I saw on TV. All right. So that's what we have there on the barbecue swap meet. Uh, Matt Boer looking for an older pit controller for UDS. Ugly drum smoker willing to pay 20 bucks. That could be something like an old barbecue guru pit viper. Remember the pit vipers? Yeah. Barbecue swap meet. John Dawson, I have a pair of tickets tomorrow. President Obama's speech at Boise State University. I'm willing to trade a good swift kick in the jimmy. <laughs> You're looking to go see President Obama at Boise State. Matt Boer, if Jeff Bodies comes with Jim's secret, I'll open the bid at $50. All right. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. All right. Another email in. Uh, Tim in Kansas. I am looking to buy a quarterback 
For my Cleveland Browns, Greg, I know you feel my pain. I start the bidding at $50. Thank you for that. All right. Jeff Elser. Sweet Smoke Q's secrets aren't for sale unless you take the class. How much is the class, Jeff? Ten bucks? I'll start the... I will buy a ticket for $15. Cash. That's right. Cash. Can't beat it. All right. I've still never understood what the... Like, why do people like posts? You know, this particular post is kind of intuitive, right? Uh, you need, I want people to list stuff so I can get it out there. Try and make those barbecue and grilling love connections. All right, Judge, just so we can be back up to speed, Marsha Perry has easy hooks for sale, a bunch of different sizes. Scotty Johnson has two cupcake pans. Rich uh, Chad Warner is looking or a used backwoods chubby or similar-sized cabinet smoker. Rick Pasick is selling a deep south smoker, small single-chamber gravity-fed smoker, like new condition, bright yellow automotive paint, just shy two grand. He's got photos, and he is in Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, Scotty Johnson's pans are round and deep, just like you saw on television. Jeff Elser, Sweet Smoke Q-Class, $500. Wow. That's a lot of money, bro. You better be giving up for $500. And handies. Maybe not handies. Yeah, Jim's class, of course. We know Jeff, we know who's we know who's got the talent. I think I still owe you a, a prize, too, Jeff, right? You'll get that this year. I know where Jeff is. He's in Vegas. I know. All right. Uh, that is going to wrap up the first edition of Barbecue Swap Meet. If you've heard anything on this show that you like, feel free to email me or interact with the people on my Facebook page if you do have Facebook. And say, hey, I got this, or I saw you're offering that. John Dawson has two tickets for free. Or if you feel the need to pay something, you get to kick him in the nuts. And you can take him off his hands. That's President Obama, two tickets, Boise State tomorrow. For a speech. Sounds exciting. You ever wanted to see the president? Now's your time. You're going to be in Boise? Who's not in Boise? Everybody. Uh, email me if you've heard something that you like. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. And that's Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. And uh, I'll put you in touch with some folks. Or again, if you just go onto the Facebook page, you can check it out. Sweet Smoke need an HD promotional video. He can do it. As he said, 50 bucks. That's Jason Kinger. He's the man. You ever seen his uh, videos where he cooks with bacon all the time? That bacon taco, chicken bacon taco, where you made the taco shell out of the bacon was insane. 
Worth the look just on that alone. Just on that. So good. All right, uh, next week we will do another episode of Barbecue Swap Meat. Get this out here a little bit earlier. Again, if you have stuff you'd like to sell, email it to me. Again, you can call in if you just just pops in your head. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Uh, or you can uh, shoot it on the Facebook, Twitter at BBQ Central Show. Follow me anyway. I'm pretty funny. And uh, yeah, there you go. All right. So that is Barbecue Swap Me. Semi-successful, I think. All right, folks. Here we go, gang. If you're like me, trying to step up the barbecue and grilling game, no better or easier way to do it than by adding a little butcher barbecue to the arsenal. We all know Butcher's is well known for the injections, the pork, the beef, the prime injection, the bird booster, all available for sale right now at ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Perhaps you're looking for a go-to rub or sauce. Friends, you've hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, a full line of award-winning rubs and sauces. Of course, everybody knows I love the honey rub. Big fan of that steak and brisket rub. Try the premium rub, especially if you inject with Butcher's. It's formulated to work with the injection. A perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. Last but not least, Butcher's Barbecue Sweet Barbecue Sauce. Look, when it comes to sauce, I'm as picky as it gets. We were just talking about it a little bit earlier on the show. Butcher's Barbecue Sauce wins in every category for me. Not overly sweet, a nice slice of tang. Just the right amount of back-end heat. Crying out loud, no liquid smoke. They took the time and effort to make a quality sauce. And did take the easy way out, like most people do when they add that devil's urine, better known as liquid smoke. Grab a box of six. They're going to go fast. Don't worry about breaking the bank when it comes to shipping either. Items totaling up to 55 bucks. Ship at $8.50. Between 55 and 200 Ship at $9.75. And anything over $200 ships absolutely for free after tax. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com and stock up now. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Don't forget about that trade-in program, too. If you have tried another injection from another commercially made company, however much you have left, package it up. Go to ButcherBBQ.com, hit the trade-in link tab, print off the label, send it to Dave. He will weigh it. And uh, once it's weighed, because it's final by him, then he'll send you back the same amount in some butcher barbecue injection, whether it be the bird booster or the pork, the beef, the prime injection, you name it. He will get it to you. And uh, just another reason, he's not only making his own customers happy, he is making his uh, his, uh, competitors' customers happy as well. Well, you haven't lost any money if you have decided to go somewhere else for injections and they didn't meet your standards, your exacting standards. ButcherBBQ.com That's ButcherBBQ.com Always trust your butcher. We are back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. We don't need a radio. All right, welcome back. Uh, shutting it down here for a Tuesday. Uh, nice and happy to be able to get through a whole show without any type of technical difficulty. It's a first in two weeks. Akron didn't blow up the internet again. Thank God. 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Uh, I, what is going on? Matt, am I supposed to read this out loud or is this just heads up for me? I better not read it. Oh, never mind. All right. I wasn't reading it the right way. All right. Let me go back through and make sure. Don't worry. Don't worry. Relax. Oh, man, I forgot to mention that uh, this past was this past weekend was the uh, KCBS banquet, year-end banquet. So uh, congratulations again to Donnie Bray and Warrior County Pork Choppers for their win for KCBS Team of the Year and everybody else that uh, was able to walk during the Events like uh, Travis Clark and Jason Ganahl and you know a bunch of other people having fun up there doing what they do. Let's uh, get ready to skate on out of here. Uh, all the way back in the first hour, we talked with Ray Lampy, Doctor Barbecue, for uh, what is typically the monthly Ask Doctor Barbecue segment. I'll be at three weeks late. Uh, Ray will be off a week, and then we'll have him right back on again in two weeks. <laughs> You like Ray, everybody? Also, Dan Arnold, creator of the Sucklebusters seasonings. Uh, you can visit him at sucklebusters.com, and we welcome him into the partnership stable. Honored and certainly appreciative of his support of this show. Jumping on board here. So uh, I told you, spots go quick. Boom, just like that, we're uh, sold out of inventory. We do have some... Uh, Bumper spots like the cookingpellets.com thing coming in on a break. Pretty affordable, pretty effective, pretty nice. And then uh, thanks to me for carrying the balance of the second hour. Some to Adam Perry Lang, but the interviewer was back. Barbecue swap meet in the history books. Uh, we'll do that again next week and going forward as long as there's stuff to sell, I guess. Or buy. Uh, raw cast iron, if you got it. Treat it right. You know, after you've used it, starts to start the, the cool down phase. Hit it with the grill brush, knock the bits off, and then with some Pam or uh, even some Crisco, uh, apply it, let it burn back in each and every time. Generations of rust-free service shall avail itself upon you. You can hand it down to your friends and neighbors. Also, September 11, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.